Coming to you live from Norman, Oklahoma. Turn on that radio. You're listening to Burgers and Brats with your hosts Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. Our weekly picks are in NFL college football. Some early voting NFL awards as well. Stick around, listen to that. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcasts at Burgers Brats. And stay up to date with our latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. Matt, we had some baseball last night. I, I forgot this was on until later in the night, but it was, it was a good game. Rays went up early. Dodgers came storming back, but it was not enough uh, to pull out a win, and the series is tied 1-1. You are the baseball expert, so I'm going to give this t- to you. Yeah, 1-1, one one, you're right. Series tied. Rays win 6-4. to four. They, get, they come back in Game 2 uh, after being dominated in Game 1. Um, on the mound was uh, Tony Goslin, who uh, only got four outs, gave up a run. Uh, you look at his stat line, Braxton, this is kind of interesting. All ones in every category. Well, he took one. a loss. He took a loss, but he went 1.1 innings, gave up one hit, one run, one earned run, one walk, one strikeout, and that one run was a home run. Yikes. All ones. Um, and then Destin May gave up three runs. Joe Kelly gave up a run. But if you're on the Rays side, again, you talked about the Rays getting off to a big league. They were up 5 nothing uh, before the Dodgers would start to coming back. Uh, Brandon Lowe, two home runs. Big, big for the Rays. Uh, look, I, I think the Dodgers will win this series. I think that's, I said the Dodgers would probably win in five. Um, but we'll see. The Rays don't give up. This could, be, this could go seven because of just how 2020 has been and how good the Rays are. Um, if the Rays are hitting home runs, you watch out. Yeah, bef- we didn't do a podcast on this before the World Series, but I was thinking Dodgers and seven. And if the Rays get hot in the beginning and they can hold off the Dodgers, it'll go seven. Uh, I think the Dodgers are the better team. But uh, as you saw, Rays can get hot, but so can the Dodgers. So for the Rays to win, you got to get hot early. You can't fall behind like you did in game one in the hitting column and the runs column. So... Rays, you got to get out early. Got to get hits on the Dodgers pitchers. Um, got to shut the Dodgers out, especially Mookie Betts and Lowe. So, uh, game three, they get a they get a day off. That's what their second day off in weeks uh, playing baseball. So I bet they are happy for that. Uh, game three, I will pick the Dodgers. I'll just pick the Dodgers for game three. It's up in the air. I don't know. Matt, game three, what's it looking like? Tough match at Walker Bueller for the Dodgers, a 1-0, 1.890-L-Ray against Charlie Morn, 3-0 with a .57-E-L-Ray. I'm going with the race. Charlie Morn has been clutch, and, uh, you know, watch I say that, and then he gives up runs. But I think he's going to be off to a good start. It's going to be a really good pitching duel, a very low-scoring game. In fact, this could be a one nothing game by the end of it. Matt, so Dodgers in five, but Rays tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going against Mountain Pick. All right. Because it totally makes sense. <laughs> Anything can happen in the World Series, and uh, they're playing in the same stadium. Uh, no traveling, just a day off. Get them a little healthy. Get those pitchers a little more rested. So that is baseball. Let us know on Twitter who you got winning game three. Next, we will go into some college football. College football action. A good week. The Big Ten returns. The Big Ten is back. Another overrated year for Michigan. We will discuss that. But first game that we are going to discuss, number 24, Iowa State, at number 10, 
or they're number six. Aren't they? They're number six. Oklahoma State. My up, my rankings aren't updated. Uh, but winner sits atop the Big Twelve. OSU's got a good start. Uh, undefeated, top ten defense in the country, going against Iowa State, who had a bye week after coming off a big win against Oklahoma. But t- OSU coming off a two week bye after they're supposed to play Baylor. Matt, OSU always loses a game like this at home, 1-2 to two a year. So I'm actually going to go Iowa State, 31-28. Wow. Yes. Go Cyclones. I think that's who we're cheering for. Yeah, it's who we're cheering for. No doubt about that. So I, I can't disagree with that. That's who I'd want to win. Oklahoma State thinks they're always so good. Maybe they are. Maybe they're the real deal. I don't know. They yeah. are in the beginning of the year. They're, they're scared. They played the two weakest Big 12 teams. They played Tulsa. Tulsa's had some good wins, but they that was not, They had a lot of uh, people out for COVID when they played OSU. Uh, Spencer Sanders may be back. We're not for sure yet. But OSU always loses this type of game one to two times a year versus a team they should win. And they're in the top six, so that usually doesn't last long for Oklahoma State. So both going Iowa State in that one. And then Alabama, coming off a thrashing against the UGA, uh, heads to Tennessee, who got annihilated by Kentucky and Mark Stoops. Uh, two pick sixes in back-to-back series for Tennessee, so we'll see who's the starting quarterback coming out this week. Alabama's favored by 21. So, I don't think they win by 21, coming off a big win. Uh, they're high. Uh, Alabama knows how to play, though, especially coming off a big win. But 21 points against another SEC team. And Tennessee is going to want to show they don't suck anymore um, after coming off a good end of the year last year. I'll go Alabama 42-24, Tennessee covers. Wow. I'm going Alabama, too. That's not even a question. I don't know why we're picking this game. I'm sorry, Tennessee fans. (laughs) Alabama. Roll Tide. I mean, yeah, Tennessee just looked awful. The quarterbacks are just terrible. And then next game, OU at. TCU, OU a six-point favorite. Uh, Max Duggan is their leading is the quarterback for TCU. Is also the leading rusher. OU coming off an emotional win against Texas. They had the bye week. Get players healthy. Maybe get a few players back that are serving suspension. And OU, OU's pretty good uh, stopping the run. So I think they rely on that heavily. Uh, TCU can play though, but I've got OU winning 31-21. OU. Please hold on to a lead in the fourth quarter. I, I don't know if they if the game will be out of reach by then. I think it'll probably be a little close going into the fourth, but I think OU pulls away. I don't know why I think this OU game is going to be like 44 to 41. I don't know. Uh, just knowing the defense. It uh, is close against TCU always. It always is. Yeah, I'm going OU, but yeah, within a touchdown, it's going to be close. Next. Number 11, Cincinnati facing number 16, SMU, or 18, SMU. Uh, SMU, a two-and-a-half point favorite. Both teams are defeated. SMU 5-0, Cincinnati 3-0. Shane Bouchelle with 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns. And uh, the Cincinnati QB, Desmond Ryder, with four interceptions on the year. So SMU got a force turnovers uh, against Cincinnati. And since he's had another two-week bye week, just like Oklahoma State, so I think they're going to be a little rusty. SMU coming off a great win in overtime uh, last week. I've got SMU 38-31, but I love that Cincinnati team. Yeah, I'm picking SMU too. Shane Rochelle has been killing it, like you said. They're they're a fun team. That's going to be a surprise team to watch this year. See what SMU can do as their season goes on. I like I like what they've got. I'm going SMU. Put SMU and BYU in the top ten. Put them in there. 
And then finally, the Big Ten returns. Number 20, Michigan versus number 25, Minnesota. Uh, Michigan, a three-point favorite. Prime time in Minnesota. Minnesota is a great team last year. They're a really inspiring Cinderella team. Michigan, always overrated. John Harbaugh, John Harbaugh is just an overrated coach, overrated team. So since Harbaugh's been there, they've only finished as high as second in their division once since John Harbaugh's been there. Jim. I said, I said John. Yeah. Oh, my bad, brothers. Jim. Hey, we, we, we like Baltimore Ravens. We, we, like, we like the Ravens. We don't like Jim. We like John. We don't like Jim. Why can't they? Why does it have to start with a J? Why do, why do families do that? Why do mothers do that? On next week's episode, we'll discuss. <laughs> like, you got two siblings, and they're identical, and you go with J names, or like sim- same letter starting? I don't understand that. Why confuse yourself like that? Especially as a parent. Alright, there's one there. We'll talk football. Life advice with Braxton <laughs> Poe. Coming to you on weekdays at 4 p.m. <laughs> so I, I like this Minnesota team again. Uh, I think they're going to be good, if not as good as last year. A lot of returners coming back. So I've got Minnesota winning 27-24. Row the boat. Well, we've, we've got a good friend uh, from Minnesota. Minnesota. In honor of that, put that in the big. I'm going Minnesota. The Gophers. Yes, the Gophers. Minnesota. College football picks are in. Take those to the bank. And put make those sure, in the big. Put those in the big, as he would say. As we've had him on the show. Go check out that episode, Dylan Cricket, Baseball. Oh, are you? The big. <laughs> we got to tell him about this. The big. <laughs> We're going to have to tell him about this. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's probably listening right now. I mean, yeah, it's not out yet, but he's listening for sure right now. He will be as soon as we put this out. I'll tell him to um, put it out for his followers when he makes it pro. Play on my Yankees. Alright. We'll get back on track. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcasts at Burgers Brots and Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brots. Matt, we've got some early voting NFL awards. Make sure you're voting. You gotta vote. Do that. And vote for NFL awards. Let us know who you've got winning these awards that we go through. So starting with Defensive Player of the Year. There's only one man. There's only one guy up for this job every year. Aaron Darnold. Darnold. Aaron Darnold. Not Not Sam Darnold's cousin, Aaron. I am just having trouble with names today. I mean, it's hard when it all sounds the same. So Darnold with 7.5 sacks, 11 solo, uh, 2 forced fumbles, 10 plus knockdowns. He can change a game. Rams are doing really good this year. He's my DPOY. You know what's funny? I've got the same pick. Whoa. You reading off my notes? Exactly. Copied him word for word. Aaron Donald. Rams are looking pretty good. They got a good one against uh, Chicago this Monday night, which we'll be talking about. Offensive player of the year. Kamara. Alvin Kamara. 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 Alvin Kamara. Uh, he's a top two receiver in the league, man. You know that. Leads the, yard, leads the NFL in yards per scrimmage and touchdowns and no turnovers. So give me Alvin Kamara. It's a good pick. Well, you know who's getting hot. And if they stay hot, they're going to be dominant. Derrick Henry. That's who I'm going with. Derrick Henry went off last weekend against the Texans. And if he continues to be as dominant for 200-plus yards, holy crap. Um, he's going to put himself up there. But I like that Kamara pick. That's for sure. But watch out for Henry the rest of the way. Henry could elevate that this week. They play an undefeated Pittsburgh team, which we'll be picking in a few. And then... 
uh, coach of the year. I mean, I mean, this is obvious, right? There, there's a few, but Kevin Stefanski. He's got the Browns four and two. Tough loss last week, but four and two. Browns are finally playing like their potential, like they should be. Uh, so I'm going Kevin Stefanski in his first year. That's a good pick. I mean, really, I, I like that. But, you know, we can't copy everything. So I'm not going to copy that one. Going into the season, a lot of people thought, okay, what is Chicago going to look like, right? Chicago's got Mitch Trubisky, and they got off to a good start. What? Super Bowl Nick Foles. 3-1, and one, or 3-0. And, oh. and then Nick Foles comes in. And they sit atop the NFC North at 5-1. and one. Woo. So Matt Nagy, that's mm-hmm. who I'm going with, with with my pick right now. Let's see how they continue on, but really impressive what we get out of Chicago because uh, there was so much up in the air uncertainty, and to be 5-1, and one, that's impressive in itself. Speaking of the NFC North, I really like Matt LaFleur. I know people aren't going to give it to him. He should have won it last year, but people aren't going to give it to him because he's got Aaron Rodgers and it's the Packers, but uh, those three are probably the should be the three leading candidates this year. All right, rookie of the year. I mean, there, there are some great rookies. you got CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, uh, Justin Herbert. But I think Joe Burrow, uh, he would – I I might have just Jefferson, Justin Herbert above Joe Burrow right now, but I think Joe Burrow uh, will end up winning the award just because he's Joe Burrow. Uh, but he's, he's done pretty good this year with Cincinnati. They have that in-state rival uh, Cleveland Browns coming up this week. So a big win against them could elevate him in the Rookie of the Year status. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I like C.D. Lamb. I hope he gets it. But I'm going with Justin Herbert. What he's done so far, nine touchdowns, three interceptions in his in the couple games he's been in so far this season. Um, done well. He's had a couple close losses. I mean, should have been wins, but. Yeah, they're one and four, but, you know. Should have beat Tampa. He looks pretty good. Yeah, they've gotten get very close. All right. M-V-P. Right now. Ah. Uh, it was Aaron Rodgers, but then they got smacked by the Tampa Bay Bucks. So I'm going Russell Wilson, 5-0, 77.8% completion yard percentage, uh, 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. This is the first time I think the Seahawks have ever been 5-0, too, I believe. So uh, I have a couple close games, but 5-0 for the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson, you are my MVP right now. Well, this is where we copy. Yes, I agree. Don't even have to say any more. They're, they're doing pretty dang good. NFC West uh, matchup this week with the Cardinals, which we'll be talking about as well. See, all these players we're talking about, Matt. They got big games coming up. Yeah, they, they do. They can elevate their status this week. All right, and then before NFL picks on this day, 1941, Walt Disney's animated film Dumbo was released. 2015, Matt. Which song by Adele do you think was released? Hello. Hello. Did you see these? It's me. <laughs> that that song was just, that caught on fire before, like as soon as that video was released, that first week, everyone was saying it. Hello from the other side. It's pretty good if you ask me. Uh, but the first song with more than a million downloads in the first week, in 1978, Halloween, uh, directed by John Carpenter, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, which put her on the map, is uh, released. Matt, do you have any birthdays for us? Yeah, Drake. Drake the GOAT. Pablo Picasso. Picasso. Katy Perry. Hey, those are some good birthdays. Yeah. Those are good. I like that. I 
looking at Pablo Picasso growing up, you think that dude lived in like the 1800s, died in the 1800s. He died in 1973. I mean, that was what? 50, oh my goodness. That, that was, was the 50 1800s, years ago. pretty much. That, that, that was the 1500s for sure. Or the 1800s for sure. And then Drake, Goat, Six God. So that is on this day in history. Next, moving into our NFL picks. Matt, would you like to start with the first pick? Carolina at New Orleans? Ooh, Carolina at New Orleans. Look, Teddy Bridgewater, we're still waiting on CMC to come back. So Mike Davis has still got the uh, running back one job there. And the uh, look doesn't seem like Michael Thomas will be playing this weekend. He's back really? in questionable again. And it's up in the air. I don't know. Maybe he does play. But that looks like he kind of tweaked a hamstring. Not looking good there, so if that's the case, um, this game, I, Saints got it, but maybe a little closer. I, I could see this being a Saints win by 10 thing, but yeah, I'm going to go Saints. So good thing you didn't pick up Michael Thomas in your top five in fantasy. Whoever did that, they're hurting right now. Uh, but yeah, New Orleans favored by seven and a half. I picked Carolina last week to beat a Chicago team. Did not, they did not do that. It is hard to win in the Superdome, uh, but... Carolina with a win. They move into second in the division, and the Saints could move up to first with the Tampa Bay loss. Uh, Robbie Anderson, though, has been great for Carolina. And Teddy Bridgewater is playing like an elite quarterback. Not elite, but a great quarterback. Um, I've got Saints winning uh, 27-23, so I think it will be close. Uh, but don't be surprised if Carolina sneaks in and beats the Saints. Saints have not been playing as great as they should be this year. Next game, Tampa Bay at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Tampa Bay by four. Tampa Bay with that huge win against Green Bay. And they did it with defense. Tampa Bay and that defense. Uh, both. Uh, and the Raiders coming off a, bye, or a win against Kansas City then a bye week. So they've had two weeks to prepare for uh, the Bucks. I'll go with the upset. Las Vegas 27-25. That'll be a good matchup. I think Vegas will win as well. Um, it's just weird saying Vegas. It is weird saying Vegas. <laughs> I'm gonna go with them. I, I think it'll be. I mean, it'll be a close one. Touchdown. But I, I gotta go Vegas. Sorry, Tom. In Chicago at the Rams. Rams are favored by six in this game against the good Chicago team. Chicago, you are for real. I will give you your credit. I'm on the Bears bandwagon. You're not giving much respect against this decent Rams team. Uh, so you're going to want to go out there and show them who you are because you're playing good ball. Ellie, you got to force Foles, Foles to throw some interceptions. He's only got – Foles only has five touchdowns and three interceptions on the year. I think Chicago forces the turnovers enough uh, to win this game 21-17. to 17. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I need the defense to do well in sake for my fantasy team, so I'm going Chicago as well. <laughs> um, yeah, Rams didn't do well last week. I don't think they'll do well again. So, give me the Bears. Chicago team is looking good. Seattle at Arizona. Seattle favored by three and a half, Matt. Seattle or Arizona? Oh, I'm going Seattle. This is going to be a high-scoring game, a fun high-scoring game because you got Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray going back to fourth. Ooh, it's going to be good. But I'm going Seattle. I am going to go Seattle as well. Seattle's undefeated. Arizona just dominated your Cowboys last week. And then the cards, uh, you got to get the run game going. It's not looking that good. Uh, you got to open up the passing lanes for Kyler to throw them deep balls that he did in Jerry World last week. 
Uh, Seattle's running game is not as good as it should be. Pa passing game is what's setting them over the edge, so Arizona uh, makes Seattle run. I think Seattle's going 6-0 and for the first time. I got Seattle 30-24. to And then finally, last game, undefeated versus undefeated. Tennessee is favored by one in this game. Pitt had a dominant performance against the Baker Browns last week. Tennessee escaped Houston in overtime. Thanks to Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Uh, who is going to stop Derrick Henry? That dude is a monster. I don't know what he eats. That dude is just humongous. Uh, whoever wins the turnover battle uh, will win this game because I think it will come down to the wire. <clears throat> Matt, this Tennessee team, they're good. They are good. I'm giving them their respect. Tennessee, 29-28. to 28. Ooh. Ooh, Like, one point spread. They get that one point. Ooh, I'm going pit on this one, though. Boo. Yeah, I am. At Tennessee, does that affect you? Ooh, it's going to be close. Doesn't affect me much. I think it'll be within a field goal. I think it's going to be almost a dead-on game right here. I got 29-28. Yeah, I mean, it'll come down to the uh, last few drives for sure. Anything else NFL-wise? I'm ready for Sunday. Who do the Cowboys play? Uh, Washington. Uh, at least you'll get a win. I don't know. Maybe. Did you see the thing they put on ESPN where the whoever's supposed to win the division is only going to get four wins? It's they sad. did a computer thing, generation. Makes sense, as crap as the East is <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's like the top teams with four or five wins, and they're winning. Denver's playing Kansas City at home, and there's supposed to be snow. So give me the Broncos. I'll go Broncos. Yeah? Yeah. I'll go Broncos in the snow, baby. Of course Patrick you would. Holmes, Chiefs lose two in a row. Oh, I'm the biased one. There's two in a row. Dude, they won last week. No, the Chiefs. Yeah. Is that who you're talking about? Oh, yeah, I thought they had a bye week. I was thinking the Raiders. Mm. Yeah. Fair. Broncos beat the Patriots. Big win there. So both teams are hot. Well, I not. wouldn't say hot. I'd yeah, just say Brandon McManus yeah. is the hottest. I would just say. Player. Yeah, you got you 24 points in fantasy. Six for six on field goals. Jeez. Thank goodness he steps up. He kind of sucks on game winners. But. Now, sharing our burger and brought. Matt, I'll go first. So we all know, performing acts of kindness boost our mood, but it's also good for your person's health and well-being, according to the American Psychological Association. So there's a strong link between kindness and the well-being of realizing one's full potential and finding meaning in life. Just by donating or handing a homeless person a sandwich, you find your meaning in life and your full potential. So young, younger givers, there's reported higher level of overall well-being and psychological foundation and older givers reported higher levels of physical health. So do those acts of kindness. Oh, we're actually, my burger and bride is uh, a little sad news on the, on the front with Macy's. Macy's will Macy's? not have Santa come visit this year at any of their stores. Oh! I know. They're going to do something virtual. So that's the good part. Like, you could have a burger and bride while you're watching Santa talk to you on your computer. But it's not the same. This is what COVID does. And it's sad, but to hate to break it to you, but on the plus side, you can eat a burger and brat while you're talking to Santa. I know it's weird. Have mm -hmm. some hot chocolate with it. There you go. Make it normal. It's going to be weird going to the mall Christmas time and not seeing a Santa. I wonder if they do that a lot of other places besides Macy's. But Anything else on this podcast? Take our picks to the bank, please. You Put it in the bag. Put it in the bag. You will earn a lot of money. That was not Minnesotan. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I'm ashamed. 
I'm ashamed. Big. I- I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and Pandora at Burgers Bros. And stay up to date with our latest news daily on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Bros. Matt and I, thanks for listening. Take care. Stay safe.